and our customers would walk in, the keys were sitting in them, they could hop in, drive them around a little track here in the arena, and then put them back. And at the time, I remember being just fresh out of college and I thought, this is the best way to experience vehicles. I mean, you just get to hop in, see which ones you like, see vehicles that you never thought you would have liked, and maybe you do. Uh, and it was just a really excellent experience. Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have a great guest on, Jordan Hybers. And the reason why I think this guest is great is because, you know, something that a lot of us deal with is when it comes down to buying a car, what a lot of people end up feeling like is they're not really buying the car. They feel like they're being sold on the car. Whereas Jordan's um, company is coming up with a solution that really helps people become buyers, not you know customers being sold on something, but really becoming buyers and taking back ownership of that process. So welcome to the show, Jordan. Hey, thanks very much, Terrell. Looking forward to speaking with you. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into the details of your business, what was your background before you know starting this business? Yeah, so um, I was originally um, from Canada, moved down to North Carolina, and after um, while I was in college, I interned with Volvo Finance. Um, so kind of that was my initial uh, introduction to the automotive and transportation space. Um, after that, I joined G General Electric, uh, GE Capital's business, where I uh, did financing in the automotive sector. And then most recently, prior to founding Staccato, uh, I worked at JP Morgan and worked with uh, international auto suppliers there. And most recently at the end, Motorsports. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, you know, that's something that you don't really hear a lot of people saying is, hey, I, I went into, I guess you say, the finance side of the auto industry. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, it's a, you know, and I think we probably we have some overlap. You spent some time uh, in the space as well, didn't you? Yeah. So I, I, I guess you'd say from uh, the heavy duty manufacturing of like automobiles, like uh, 18 wheelers and stuff. And then I spent some time at GE as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, it's a very interesting perspective. I would um, I'd recommend it to anyone. I thought a career in finance, uh, particularly I was in banking, gives you the opportunity to see so many different companies. Um, and I didn't know I was going to be kind of following a career path of automotive uh, until it just kind of came upon. You just build that knowledge base about it. Um, but it's, it was it was a real gift, especially as someone fresh out of school to go ahead and get a lot of exposure and learn different business segments. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, it, I think, it, you know, as you start to, you know, dig into to different, you know, career paths or different industry paths, I think you start finding opportunities be, because they say, Every, it's not every day that you hear someone, an entrepreneur saying, hey, I'm starting a, you know, a business that's impacting or changing the automotive industry. Because a lot of times people tend to think that, hey, that's taken care of by the giants of the world. Uh, I, I'm, I'm too small to play in that. So, you know, what really started, you know, your path um, to staccato? Like what led to kind of the birthing of that idea? You know, so the initial seed was planted um, when I was actually at GE Capital. We used to have a fleet business. So that's, uh, we did um, the vehicles for large corporations, uh, like a Duke Power would have a lot of trucks they would have. Um, and so all these companies right up to medical device companies, and we would have those customers to uh, an arena parking lot once a year. And all the um, vehicle manufacturers would bring their latest models. 
and our customers would walk in, the keys were sitting in them, they could hop in, drive them around a little track here in the arena, and then put them back. And at the time, I remember being just fresh out of college, and I thought, this is the best way to experience vehicles. I mean, you just get to hop in, see which ones you like, see vehicles that you never thought you would have liked, and maybe you do. Uh, and it was just a really excellent experience. And that was, uh, you know, just over a decade ago. And at the time, the technology didn't really exist to make that a scalable consumer platform. Uh, and then fast forward, while well, um, my sister, who was a young engineer, recently moved out to Seattle a few years ago, and she wanted to buy a vehicle. And so she would have been a great candidate for one of those online only dealership platforms. Um, but she said that to her, the test drive was still super important. She still wanted to know if she fit the vehicle, she liked the fit and feel. And so even customers who you know, end up going down that channel would love to be you know, in the seat. And so uh, that's why we th saw an opportunity to partner with the local franchise dealers. Those are dealers who can sell new and used vehicles um, and allow uh, an opportunity for customers to come to them earlier in the funnel to see you know, if I want to drive a Nissan Rogue or if I really like that Jeep Grand Cherokee. And so over the past few, uh, the past year, we pretty much built up the technology to put it together and we just launched late last fall here in Charlotte. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, and I love the concept because even when I worked at uh, Navistar and one of the things we're, we, we worked with, I worked with a lot of like the major clients, like I said, some of the, the, the fleets. And one of the things that I noticed about the fleets is that, you know, there was a lot of input from the client or from the customer into like what vehicle really fit right for them. And what I, I get the sense is that even myself, when I've gone to buy a car, a lot of times, like say, you know, you, you, you kind of feel like I said, you're going through somebody else's process versus going through your own buyer process of getting that, you know, that touch and that feel. So as people started to use the, the staccato technology, you know, what's been some of the feedback that people shared? You know, it's really funny, you, you know, that, that triggers my memory when I, when we first came up with the concept, um, you know, our, we're more or less a, a two-sided marketplace. We have customers who want to test drive and are in the market for vehicles, but we also had to organize uh, the inventory piece and that's, you know, getting dealers on side. And so one of the very first things we did was go out to that inventory side and see if we could, you know, position it with dealers. Um, and one of our very, you know, our first dealer, uh, to his credit, uh, has been a, a great partner for us. And one of the things he said to me that's always stuck with me is, uh, you can't tell customers how you want them to purchase your products. Um, and what he meant was, hey, the, the, the landscape in which, you know, the consumer is coming to purchase a vehicle is constantly changing. And if we don't try new things, um, like Staccato, you know, we may miss that, you know, that group of customers that wants that particular type of experience. Uh, so to his credit, he was, a, he's been a great partner and he launched with us uh, early on with the platform. On the other side, the customer experience, we've been super fortunate, Terrell, the customers that have come through the platform um, have given us great feedback. Uh, the, the best, I think, example of it is someone uh, saying, you know, I came and when I parked, when you arrive at the dealership, our, our entire platform is self-serve test driving. So you make a booking uh, either on the dealer's website, we have a, a button on there or on our website at staccato.com. And when you arrive at the dealership site, we have two parking spots. You park in one that says staccato and right next to it is your vehicle that you've reserved. And there's a lockbox. we send you a pin, the keys are in it. So you can run, uh, test drive the vehicle, return it and depart without ever having to speak with anyone. And we'd make sure all that communication is handled by staccato. So it's a pretty contained experience. And one of our earliest customers told me I arrived and I was looking for someone to come out and speak to me and they didn't. 
And then I went on my test drive and I loved it. And when I got back, I was looking for someone to run out to me. They didn't. And, I, and they said, and I left and I was amazed. And, and that's honestly what we've been trying to build. Take the pressure out of sales and people will show up at the dealership to see these great cars. Awesome. Awesome. So now because you guys work with, you know, dealer partners, um, with the franchise partners, you know, if a person's like, hey, you know, I, I love the idea of Staccato. Um, I, I, that's how I want to buy a car. Um, do they go look online to find, hey, what dealers you guys have in your network? Or do they, I guess, how do they go about, um, you know, going through the Staccato experience? Yeah, so there's two ways customers can find us today. Um, one, uh, when we originally launched, we just had new cars. It was really basic. It was, we always knew that a, you know, a, a Honda dealer would have a Honda Civic in stock. So it was very easy for us to tackle uh, the new fleet. Um, but at dealerships, uh, you know, the used fleet of vehicles um, is roughly you know, 20 to 30 or 40% even in some cases. So there's a bunch of vehicles we were missing. And from the consumer side, uh, the demographic for customers that are buying used vehicles is typically a younger generation. And that's really our target customer, those customers who want to have that touchless experience. So we recently launched the ability to have used vehicles. So you can come to, whether it's staccato.com, we list uh, you know, roughly over a thousand vehicles from all of our dealers that participate. Um, or if you happen to be browsing through, uh, if you're in Charlotte and you're looking at a Tahoe, excuse me, um, a Yukon, or a Subaru, you know, for instance, uh, you could go to our Williams dealership sites and on there is a button where you can, uh, from the vehicle description page, just click and make that reservation and booking right there. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, one of the things I'm interested in is, you know, as you come up with different ideas about a business and you're like, okay, all right, finding that product market fit is one thing, but I'm also curious about what that journey has been like, you know, building like you say, the administrative or the organizational side, putting that with the idea. What has that journey been like? You know, so this is, um, you know, I'm a first time business venture entrepreneur when I launched this business um, and having come from a background of like large corporations, um, you know, as you can attest in a company like GE, uh, you have a very deep focus in a specific capacity, right? Being an entrepreneur is the complete opposite. You are taking on every facet of that business, everything from, you know, the excitement of designing your logo off the back to the sales and effort of adding, you know, for us new dealerships to, uh, you know, the stuff, you know, uh, you know, definitely like the things that you do, like our accounting and finance, finding great partners like yourself to help us make sure we're navigating our business correctly. So for me, that was an, a, you know, a really great transition. I really love having the breadth uh, to be able to focus on sales you know, at one moment and the next moment focus on you know, the coding to build up the product. Uh, so I think that that type of you know, stimulus is a great way for people who have that energy um, you'll come up with ideas in the middle of the night when you're a business owner and you just want to hop on them, right? You just want to you want to get to your computer and do something about it. And that's that's the energy, I think, that makes it really enjoyable. Awesome. Awesome. So when you think about, you know, kind of where you guys are, what the future looks like for Staccato, um, how would you describe kind of what your, your aspirations are with the company? Yeah, so today, you know, we just launched uh, the platform last fall here in Charlotte. Um, and we've added our first few dealerships and we're kind of building out uh, the systems to make sure that everything is working front end and back end. Um, and now that the platform's stable, uh, there's, you know, there's two aspirations we have with the platform. 
One, um, we still are huge fans of the dealer franchise model and in terms of they're one of the few folks that have all the vehicles right in the backyard. Uh, so our intention is to continue to grow with that, you know, with that distribution channel. Uh, we'd like to expand the platform, uh, you know, across the Southeast and eventually beyond. And then from a product perspective today, the initial thesis was, hey, do, do customers want to have this self-serve test drive experience? And, um, you know, we, we didn't launch the business because of COVID. We actually started it um, in concept prior to that. Um, but when we did end up launching it, it was just after COVID had taken place. So, you know, it was definitely a, um, a fit in terms of giving customers a healthy, socially distant option to experience those vehicles. And because it was just test drive initially, we'd eventually love to be able to help dealers carry that, uh, you know, that sale through. So if a customer wants to have, you know, a hybrid approach. So I don't just want to like see the pictures of my car and purchase it online and get dropped off at my house a few days later. I want to go test drive that car, see that I want it and purchase it digitally all um, right through the channel. So we want to be, you know, good, uh, a good channel for customers to have that zero contact experience, um, but also, you know, help, help dealers have a channel to access these customers despite having just a physical retail location. Awesome. Awesome. So one last question before we wrap up, you know, when you think about your journey of where you have been, where you are now, kind of the future, where you want to go, you know, what's two lessons that you have learned in your journey that you would share with other business owners? Two lessons. I, you know, I think that the first one that I couldn't underestimate enough is that people are everything. Um, and as an early founder, um, you know, if you're adept to see your shortcomings as, you know, as a founder, you see some of the gaps in your skill set. Um, so um, often people go out hunting just for a skill set. And when they find the person who's the best at that skill set, that's the person they'll, they'll get a partner with. You know, I think that I can't underestimate having someone who is, you know, a good cultural fit for your organization, someone who's humble and hungry um, and all those elements. And to that extent, I would recommend, there's a great book by Pat Lencioni, uh, if you're familiar with it, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Uh, he also has a good TED Talk. It's worth checking out. It's only 14 minutes at TEDx. Um, and he just, and he talks about identifying uh, great people for the team. And in the future, those are all team players. So, uh, you know, don't sell yourself short just to get a quick skill set. Make sure you're finding people who are a good long-term fit for, uh, for the project. Um, and I think, you know, from the second one, I would say really good advice that was given to me early on is the entrepreneurs that succeed are those that love the problem, not the product. And particularly in, you know, a software business like ours and technology, it's really easy to build something. And you mentioned product market fit. It's really easy to build something that you think is a solution or you've done it perfectly. And you mentioned the fleet customers giving feedback at Navistar, right? It's really important to be able to take that feedback and remember that, you know, with, with software and products, sometimes it can feel like the solution to, you know, the challenges a business is having is just, we need a better product. And, you know, that kind of goes along uh, another great book. Uh, if you're familiar with Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Outliers, right? The 10,000 hour concept, you know, you can put 10,000 hours into coding software and it may still be something that people don't need. Um, and so another good contrast to that is if you love that problem and you're humble enough to step back and look at it, um, Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, is a really great book. I recommend it to all entrepreneurs. It's really about having the tenacity and resiliency to stay with it um, and be able to look and be humble enough to kind of change that perspective, uh, but to stick with the problem. So 
you know, I think definitely choose the right people and be really serious about people really early on. They're everything. Um, and uh, love the problem, not the product. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you for coming on. So where can people find you online and where can they find Staccato? Uh, they can find Staccato at staccato.com. That's S-T-A-C-A-U-T-O. It's named after the short, brief musical note, which is what we're trying to do for test driving. Um, and they can find us at, at Staccato USA on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I'm Jordan Hybers um, on LinkedIn. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Hey, thanks, Joel. Really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.